Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The manager of the Yankees is Aaron Boone. Aaron, welcome. How are you? Good. How you doing, Mike? All right. A uh, explosive answer to whatever nonsense went on in the field last night. A couple of words, and then all of a sudden the Yankees started hitting home runs. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we had, we had a little, uh, you know... Uh, little tension there for a minute. Yeah, but, I like uh, that. It's good. It's good. Yeah, absolutely. It kind of jacks up the game a little bit. I like that. Yeah, yeah. we're playing for a lot. So, uh, And then uh, obviously had some really, really big at-bats there in the eighth inning. And uh, we've gotten back to hitting the long ball a little bit here the last two days, which is which is important. Well, we're waiting for Encarnacion. He's obviously delivered of late. Uh, Mathea, uh, uh, you know, uh, DJ's been there all year. He's been unbelievable. And then finally, uh, well, Judge is getting hot. You know, that's coming. And then Didi, who's been struggling, that was nice to see him get going. It really was. Didi's been, uh, you know, I think pressing a little bit, working really hard behind the scenes to kind of get going and um, felt like he had a couple better swings within the game. And, and right before he hit the home run, he fouled a pitch back that I thought was one of his better swings over the last few days. And then uh, he got on a high fastball and and, uh, and did not miss it. And, and I think uh, – you know, obviously was a huge, huge one for us there. There have been reports that Sanchez has been bothered by a bad thumb affecting him during this slump. Is it, does he have a thumb problem? No, he's fine. He, he actually, uh, he caught a ball funny in, in London and it was in, you know, and it was late in the game and I just took him out for precautionary reasons just because it was bugging him a little bit catching, but it, it hasn't been an issue for him at all. He's just been, uh, you know, a little bit in between fouling off some pitches that he, that he should put in play or normally does when he's going well and, um, and then expand the strikes on a little bit, but I don't think the thumbs had a factor at all. You know, it's funny, uh, whenever a closer gives up a three run homer to lose a game, it's going to be discussed over and over and over again. I mean, uh, and Chapman was, but what amazed me, and you and I had, had the conversation the week before, I don't think fans realized yeah. how much the slide has become an out pitch for Chapman. It's become a big pitch for him. There's no question. I I, I find all the debate on how could he throw that pitch. Like, I find it ridiculous. Yeah, I, mean, I thought it, the slide has been a good pitch for him this year. It's a great pitch. He pitches with both his fastball and his slider. Sometimes he leans on one in a given day more heavily than the other. Sometimes it's a combination, which which the other night was. It was simply a case of hey, hung a slider. He, didn't, he didn't execute a pitch, and a guy having a great night beat him. And I he mean, hit a 315-foot home run, too. Exactly. I mean, it wasn't exactly like he hit it 400 feet. I mean, he hit, he hit it in the right part of the park. Exactly. So, you know... It, it's going to happen every now and then, and um, you know. But but I cap, think got him. I think people have you know they talk about his fastball, and I think fans don't realize that he now has become very much a two pitch pitcher. Very much, and in, and I I don't want to diminish the fastball at all because right. it's still a great pitch for him. You know, he's been right. arguably the best closer in the game this year, and um, and it's because of the two pitch mix. 
Yeah, and uh, like I said, yeah, you can expect that. I mean, the other night, he threw 16 sliders, which has become... And in the All-Star game, he beat everybody with a slider that night. Yep. I mean, yes, it, he it, did. Yeah, so, I mean, we've seen that a lot this year. So, I think people don't realize how big a pitch that's become for him. So, he just happened to hang one. I mean, it's not the end of the world. Uh, update on, on injuries. Mabin, uh, is Mabin close? Mabin is. Mabin will probably start running bases... Uh, uh, this this weekend, and when we leave to go out on the road, he'll probably head to Scranton with the idea that maybe by the middle of next week he's playing in rehab games, and then, uh, you know, obviously it would be close after that, but he's doing well. And Stanton, anything new on him, though? No, Stanton's still just in the rehab phase and trying to get, you know, quad strengthening going on, but no baseball activities yet. It's It's kind of moved a little bit slow, although he feels like over the last, probably 48 72 hours he he started to get some improvement and get some strength back in that quad so uh starting to move in the right direction but still slow and severino and batances uh what long tossing Sevi and Batances uh, both threw again today. Today was their second day of throwing. Tomorrow uh, will be their first day of back-to-back. And then, uh, you know, so everything so far so good, but very much in the early stages. If it, if everything continues to go well, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, um, they'll, they'll be getting close to getting on the mound. The injury or the time off probably was a blessing for Ramon, right? It came at the right time, right? It probably came at the exact right time. Yeah, you know, you know obviously – you know, there's somewhat of a managing of his innings and whatnot, but um, you know, I think I think there was probably something in there, even though it was a minor injury. I think it probably was having a subtle effect on just you know the command and everything that was making him a pretty dominant starter there those first couple of months, and so I think it was a really good kind of two three week timeout, whatever it ended up being, and he's come back and obviously really thrown the ball well for us. Can you see using an opener? It's been brought up. Can you see using an opener in a game in in a playoff game as being a possibility if it's backed up by a decent starting pitcher? Um, hmm. I guess it's possible. I mean, it's hard to know what we look like. Then. I mean, if it was Green and Severino has been mentioned, there's something Correct. like that. I mean, the, I mean that could be formidable. I mean, is it possible? Absolutely. Um, it just depends. You know. It, how built up is Seve, you know, although in that kind of scenario, you kind of picture Seve pitching the first few innings mm-hmm. if he's if he's not built up or or same thing with Herman, you know, if if he's kind of turns into a three inning assassin. So I think there's a lot of different ways we could potentially go. Do we make another move for for some kind of a pitcher at some point? Um, it, it's a long way, obviously, between now and then. But I could envision a lot of different scenarios that we would use. So you can env- can you envision a game where there's where it is all bullpen all the way through and not a starter involved? Where it is it really just all bullpen guys mixed in? Um, I guess that's possible. I mean, you know, I would think there, there's, there's got to be a middleman st- somewhere in there. Some obviously. kind of starter in there that right. that someone plays to a take role. the bulk of the three or four inning spot, right? It, yeah. it, exactly, and that could be at the start of the game. You know, we we could do that with a lot of our starters. Where hey, it's one one time through the order, and then if we're set up in the pen, we could roll them out for the final five or six innings if if we're healthy and strong and just impossible to know exactly what we look like you know looking ahead a couple months and and you know and we got to get there first you know in the age of specialization and with the injuries that are so enormous to starting pitches and the cost of starting pitches i wonder if the future of baseball isn't in three inning stints you know it, it might be you know in years from now i mean we might see a game like that 
Yeah, um, you know, I, I think there's you could have a number of pitchers on a staff that that could be in that kind of middle range. Whereas you you know maybe at some point you do have two or three guys that are your guys that you go you know you know you're hoping that are are elite and unique in that they're three or four inning specialists. Seven. You know, three or but four then, inning specialists. You know, but then you have a few of those guys yeah. on your team as well. Yeah, yeah, it's certainly possible. It is. I mean, it's not. You know, you and the way games get specialized and how hard it is to find starting pitching. It's not crazy because listen, you go into a playoff game now. And let's be honest, if it's not somebody special on the mound, all you're looking for is your starter to give you five innings. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And sometimes, if that, I mean, right. if you're set up in the pen, if you know, you're a time or two through the order, you know, a lot of times you're set up, especially with the off days in the postseason. In course, Incarnacion, uh, who really started off slowly, never seemed to bother him, though, which tells you something about him. Because uh, you look to see how guys handle New York, and you look to see this is a veteran player, we know that, and a good player. But here's a guy, it, di- it didn't bother him at all. He didn't seem to even blink, and then all of a sudden, here came the home runs. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you saw in a lot of his answers, you know, he it, it's a confident hitter. He wasn't worried reason. about it. He wasn't no, worried about he's it. he's got a, obviously a tremendous track record of hitting. Uh, you know, even when he wasn't hitting, it was still you sense the pitcher just having to really work to get him out. He doesn't chase a lot. Um, it, it's a grind for the pitcher to, to get him out. And now of late, um, he's obviously run into some balls in, in some big spots. Yeah. He's hit, you know, he's hit some big, uh, some big home runs of late. And he looks, he looks like, uh, I mean, he's a very dangerous hitter. There's no question about it. That's what he, he's just a flat out dangerous hitter. Yep. No question. And, and he looks pretty good. Voight, you know, I know he's been on a little bit of a power outage, but not, Nothing to worry about. I mean, he's still hitting the ball pretty well. Yeah, I'm not worried about. It. He's last few days he's been a little in between, a little you know out of sorts. But you know that might be part from from just coming back and obviously being being on the IL for that 10, 11 days, and um, so not worried about him too much. But but just a, a couple day stretch where he's a little bit in between right now. Got a hit in his last at bat, and hopefully that's something that kind of settles him in a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I, and again, like the average hasn't hasn't slumped. So I don't. The home runs to me come in bunches anyway. Yeah. So I, I, I don't. I've always thought that anyway. As long as the guy's getting hits, I'm sure Didi. That kind of he's an emotional player anyway. So I'm sure that really picked him up because he had been struggling a little bit at the plate, and it's still early for him in in his return. But I'm sure that was a big hit for him the other night. I'm sure it, that it, was a very big hit. It really was, Mike. And you, and you sensed it from him. You, you know, he's been wanting to deli- deliver for the guys. He's been working really hard behind the scenes with Marcus and PJ and just trying to get his timing right and getting in that position where he's consistently getting his A swing off. And I thought last night within that at bat, I thought he had one of his better swings of the last few days uh, that he fouled back. And then he was able to catch that, uh, catch that last one out front. So that was, it was big for him and obviously a big blow in that game. And I just get the feeling when you watch him now that judges on everything, like he's just going to be impossible to deal with if he stays healthy here. He's just going to have a very torrid finish. I think he just, he just looks like he's just on top of every swing. Everything looks good. Every, every at bat looks good. I agree. I think he's in the best place he's been all year as far as just in sync with his swing. Um, ever since he's, we've come back from the All-Star break, really every single at bat, he, he's kind of on everything. And last night we finally, um, he was able, you know, the one thing he hadn't done is he wasn't elevating the ball. He was, a lot of his hits were, you know, on the ground and 
having great at bats, getting on base, doing his thing. And and last night he was able to elevate in a huge spot. And yeah, I feel like he's he's really in tune with the mechanics of his swing right now, and and excited where he's about to go. And I think I also think that uh, Urshel has found his equilibrium again because I thought that when he started to get a little less time he slumped a little bit and he wasn't hitting the same. And now he's come back. And even if he hasn't played every day, his bat's been really good again now. So I I think he's kind of found uh, his niche again or his equilibrium again at the plate. He, he has, he's, he's, you know, he's back in there tonight. Um, continues to play great third, but he's continued to have big at bats for us. And you know what, even when he had a little bit of a downturn, you know, you peel the, peel the, onion back a little bit and he was still making good contact hitting the ball hard and he's been a real presence for us at the bottom of the order no question about it and you know it's funny the Yankees here every day your pitches here every day about the Yankees shopping for pitching but your starting pitching's been pretty good you know that it really has I understand they're looking for maybe someone to elevate them going forward for the for the postseason someone with maybe credentials but the point is your pitching from the starting uh, you know rotation's been very good you, you don't have the record we do without getting quality starting pitching. And the one thing they've done all year, whether they've gone deep in the game or whether, you know, sometimes into the middle of the game, is we've gotten consistently strong outings to where they have kept us in the game and given us a chance just about every night to win a ball game. And, and I don't, you know, when you have an offense like we do, when you have a bullpen like we do, uh, that goes a long way. And those guys have done a really good job of, for the most part, setting the tone every night. You know, baseball's a funny game, and you guys sit in the dugout and talk all night during these games. What was the talk in the game when Darno's having this game the other night, there had to be some conversation about Darno's. Like he home was his first time up. He yeah. home was his second time up. He beat you guys with a homer in the and after Hicks homered down in Tampa just a, a week ago. So now he's on that. You've seen a lot of him. He's leading off. There had to be some conversation. He's walking. He's hitting. You're not getting any good pitch past him. I mean, I'm sure he he was noticed, right? Oh yeah, and, and you know, in those you know, he homers those first two at bats, yep. and then the the next two at bats where he works the walks where yeah. he's laying off like really tough pitchers pitches fighting off and good then, pitches yep yep and then even in the Chapman at bat you know Chappie had him down one two and a lot of times guys chase some of the pitches that he was able to take to get back to the three two count and then he finally got a mistake that he could handle but yeah he's uh He's 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 been a really good pickup for for Tampa, and he's obviously hurt us. Just shows you, you know, anybody, you guys are all everybody with a bat in his hand can be dangerous. You know that on yep. uh, on a given night, you're all professionals. Everybody can hit. You know that. I mean, uh, so I mean, I remember a guy hitting three homers off Doc Gooden who hit 13 homers in his career. So I mean, it happens. You know, guys have a yep. night where they just uh, he he's just been on top of everything right now. He's just hitting the ball well. Yeah, he really is, and um, you know, he's done a good job for him behind the plate, and. Um, you know, he's, 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 he's been a little bit of a thorn in our side, obviously. Is it a CC Tampa thing or is it a Tampa Yankee thing right now? I don't, honestly, I don't think it's, it's that big, you know, we like that well, stuff. It gives us, no, some, well, it's, well, it's fun. It's fun. They act like this has been a ton of things with CC and really it goes back to last year when, you know, uh, Romine got hit up around the head and then CC hit him right. and, and, you know, 
said something to their bench, and then this one. And so it's these two incidences that have turned into the perception is it's been six. You know, so um, I think it's just two good teams that are playing for a lot, and sometimes you get emotions run a little bit high, and um, I don't think there's much to do with it. But, hey, it's two teams that 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 are chasing the same thing. But your team rallies around CeCe, though. He's, no question. That, that's, he's kind of the uh, elder statesman here. So, yeah. I mean, if anyone's going to get the team – Feisty. That's gonna. It's gonna be CC, right? I mean, that's gonna, yeah. No question. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the case too. I agree. Yeah. Thanks very much. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.